swamp drawer where all good produce goes to die. Dun, dun, dun. We couldn't afford it even when there weren't food shortages. We certainly can't afford it now. Recession-proof your grocery budget. Learn to grow the food your family eats without the weeds or the waste. For more information about my simple and easy container gardening course, where you will learn to save money by growing your own healthy organic fruits and vegetables, go to joyfulprepcontainergarden.com. Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Birkin, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. cannot come from empty shelves. Money to assist the needy cannot come from an empty purse. Support and understanding cannot come from the emotionally starved. Teaching cannot come from the unlearned. Hi, this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast, and I'm your host, Wendy Bergen. I love this quote so much. It's by Marion Romney, and it came to my mind while I was, well, I don't want to say chasing because I don't chase, but trying to catch up to a woman who was very sad and crying while um, I was leaving the Orlando airport. But before I get to that story, I just wanted to encourage you to teach what you learned today to someone else within 24 to 48 hours. It does a couple of things. Number one, it helps for you to retain the information. And number two, it's a service to other people as well. So that's why you want to teach. Always be teaching. Always be learning. Always be teaching. Okay. So our family is super, we are super Phillies fans. And the Philadelphia Phillies are doing pretty dang good in the baseball world right now. And we come from New Jersey, which is just over the river from Philadelphia. And the girl, my husband was already up there doing some work with my oldest daughter who was visiting. And um, the younger two girls wanted to go to a Phillies game. So we thought it would be fun to send them to a Phillies game. We talked about this for a couple of days and then Saturday morning early, we left the house at five o'clock in the morning. I drove them up to Orlando and I was super nervous about putting, I was, so let me, let me back this up just a little bit more. So they would be gone Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and come home late Tuesday. They would drive back home with my husband. And I was like, I have four whole days to myself in my own house. That has never happened before in my entire life. And I am so excited. Okay. So that I'm just like, all the things I'm going to do, da, 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 da. So excited. Then I get to the Orlando airport and start, you know, getting them through the process of going, you know, getting them to uh, the TSA um, check-in point, whatever it's called, and then on to security. I couldn't go beyond where I dropped them off there before the TSA. And um, 
oh my gosh, all of a sudden I was just like sick to my stomach. I thought, I can't do this to my children. Oh my gosh, what if something happens? And then I had this thought that I don't know where it came from, from the, the dark crevices of my brain. It said, you're going to miss them. You need them home with you. You don't know what to do with yourself without your kids home. You're going to miss them. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss them. And this is sad and I'm scared for them. All this scarcity and fear just was like driving me. And I was just, and it was early in the morning and I was super tired. So I'll give a little bit of credit to tired. I'll give, I'll give tired some credit. So I was sitting there on a bench, kind of making sure that they got to their gates before, because you have to get on a a little metro or tram or something to get to a gate. I've never flown out of that Orlando airport. Um, And so they're like, okay, we got here. Okay, good. So I just sat there and I said, go ahead and get yourself something to eat, a snack, blah, blah, blah. And so they're waiting in Starbucks for their, their meal. And, um, I was just sitting there being sad and kind of sorry for myself, but like choosing, like I literally was choosing to be scared for them. Like I need to be here. Da, da, da. I'm like, are you guys okay? Yeah. I'm like, can I go? Yeah. They didn't care. They were, they were on an adventure. They were together. Um, they were, you know, they're older, they're in their teenage years, so they're fine. And so I'm like, okay, fine. So I get up and I start walking to leave and I was just feeling sorry for myself. Like sad and pitiful. It's like, I should be like clicking my heels and running out of that airport just to start my day. So, um, as I walk, I see this lady with a carry, not a Karen, but like a roll on suitcase. And she's walking pretty quickly, uh, long legs. Uh, and she's just sobbing. She's just crying and crying. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And so I start walking to see if she's okay, but she has these long legs and I can't walk that fast because I'm mostly a potato. <laughs> And so thankfully, the lady came out of the bathroom about the same time this lady, the crying lady came out, was going down the hall. And that lady stopped her and hugged her and God blessed her, which was lovely. I'm like, oh, good. Somebody's going to take care of her. And then the crying lady just kept going. I'm like, oh, but I caught up a little bit. I'm like, I'm running. I'm not running because that doesn't happen. But I'm like, come on, Wendy, you can do it. So I eventually, I think she stopped to look around or something and I caught up and I said, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. She's just sobbing, sobbing. I said, are you sure you don't seem okay? No, I'm just, I said, you're really sad. She said, yeah. And she's just crying. I mean, she couldn't stop crying. And then I had the thought, I said, are you safe? She's like, yeah, I'm okay. Something about she just got divorced and he's going on a vacation. I didn't understand. It didn't matter. I said, what can I do for you? And she said, I need to know where Spirit Airlines is. And I said, I can help you figure that out. And so we came up to the Frontier people. There was a couple of them standing out in the, you know, in the little area where the people go in. And I said, can you help me find Spirit Airlines? She needs to go there. And they asked if it was domestic or international. And she said, international. 
And so they said, oh, it's all the way at the very end. And she's like, okay, thank you. And she says, thank you so much. She's just crying. I said, are you sure you're going to be okay? Yeah, I'll be okay. And um, she goes, thank you so much for helping me with that. And I said, you're welcome. And then off she went. She was crying less, which was nice. But I just, my heart just felt so sorry for her. I just, I just had so much compassion that that's all that's all the contact that we had, right? She went on and then I, I left. And as I was walking out of the, um, the airport, I took, I remembered that I had daughters in the airport that were just sitting in Starbucks perfectly fine. And I had this, I thought about this quote that I read at the top of the podcast episode, support and understanding cannot come from the emotionally starved. And I, I thought about that and how in, in just a few minutes, I had the opportunity to serve a sister. I had the opportunity to serve someone who needed just a little bit of care and just a little bit of direction while she was sad. And I saw another woman assist her as well. And I was so thankful. I was so thankful that being of service to this woman lifted my burden of my own kind of sadness and fear for my daughters. And I, I just can't, I can't explain. I can't explain it more than that. Service doesn't have to be this major undertaking. There sometimes needs to be major undertaking um, we, this area, not my particular location, but, you know, further down Southwest Florida is just um, devastated because of the hurricane, Hurricane Ian. And our church has um, gone down there, um, not last weekend, but the weekend before Saturday and Sunday, my husband went, I was out of town. My husband went and worked two full days, you know, 10, 12 hour days taking, helping people chop up trees, remove them, um, uh, tarping roofs, bringing furniture out of the house, not just him, but teams of people. And there are other people besides my church down there doing the same thing, but those are massive service undertaking. Those are massive. And there's everything in between. There's just smiling at someone, just having, just smiling there's just being kind, putting your cart away after you get groceries. There is just, just picking up somebody else's litter. There's always letting somebody in, in traffic, even though they don't deserve to be, just kidding, letting someone in. There's so many little simple ways that we can serve other people, that we can show other people that they're humans that they're important and that they're, they're loved. And um, anyway, that's, that's my story. My story is about being this, this idea from the quote, you have to have something in order to give something and you have to start with you first you need to care for yourself. You need to be um, 
uh, have emotional understanding and support that you've given yourself so that you can give it to someone else. You need to have learning that so you can teach to somebody else. You need to have food so you can feed others. You need to have money so you can donate to others, however that works. It, it, it goes in every kind of different way. These are just broad categories, and I could go, trust me, I have been known to go on and on, but they go on and on. So what this, this story encouraged me as I thought about it and shared it with you is how there's never a time when you stop learning, never you, whether it's reading books to learn about cryptocurrency, whether it's um, growing a plant, one plant, plant a seed in some dirt and watch it grow, water it, put it in the sunshine, make it warm and love on that little plant and it will produce what it's supposed to produce. Learn how to do that, make that a process and then add two plants and then maybe one day you have a whole garden. It doesn't matter where you start. It's all about the learning. Learn how to preserve food. These are just, these are like um, I, just ideas. Learn how to preserve food. I have a woman in my, um, my joyfully prepared inner circle membership who reached out. She goes, okay, I want to can pumpkin and apples. What do I do? I said, oh, I can help you with that. And so I've been working with her because that's what I do in my inner circle. It's my paid membership. I work with my members, teaching them how to become more self-reliant, how to be more prepared, how to learn skills. And she, um, she sent me a picture of her pumpkin. She has it all in these nice little cubes, chunks, cubes. And she sent me this picture. I'm like, oh, they look so beautiful. And she goes, I have a big blister with where my knife, you know, where I was cutting with my knife, like on her finger. She goes, those pumpkins are really hard. I'm like, oh yeah. She, I said, I did some butternut squash a couple years ago. And I said, I think it was a two day process because after you cut all those little honeys up, your, your hands like I, we're done lady. We're just done. And I said, but you have to go through it to know that that's what's going to happen. You know, so now I know how to be prepared for cutting up pumpkin or butternut squash if I want to can them. Can uh, um, Dealing with those kind of hard squashes, that is not for the soft-hearted. That's <laughs> for sure. You got to stay in it to win it. So learning how to can, learning how to grow, um, how do you heal yourself? Do you have physical ailments? Can you learn how to heal yourself naturally? I believe you can. That's my personal opinion. Um, learning how to heal emotionally and mentally, spiritually. These are, these are lifelong quests, but they, but you do it. It's a gentle and it's a, it's a long-term opportunity to better yourself gather people around you as you become stronger as you become more well like what this says self-reliance the food the the money the support the teaching the etc etc gather people around you create community around you love these people i i posted a um a meme the other day that i learned um something to the effect of 
you know, when you, when you tell people to pray harder, when their life is seemingly falling apart, we, we say those things, just pray harder, pray harder. It's because we are feeling scarcity. We don't know how to help them. So just pray rather than, than clothing, feeding, sheltering, loving, that's what we need to be doing because that's how we grow in our resilience is by serving other people. And it doesn't have to mean that we have to um, erase boundaries that we've set for ourselves. There are always ways that we can, we probably should do the praying about how to serve other people, quite frankly. Save your money, learn how to get out of debt. All these things are, are, are learning experiences and that way you can serve other people. You'll have money to, to donate to others or to causes or to better yourself. Um, and what I think, and, and this goes, this goes everywhere. You know, it, it's not just the food. It's not just the money. It's the skills. It's the understanding. Um, I don't know. I hope that this, I just love to learn and I can't get enough of learning. And this makes you more resilient. It makes you more prepared. It helps you to um, put into practice what you, what will help your family. So, and then it dawned on me as I was kind of, I write out my podcast a little bit. And I was writing through some things about plant a plant, grow a plant, can some food, do this, do that. It, it, this just applies everywhere. I've just given you a few. I'd love to know what what other areas that you think this could benefit you. It's everywhere, but I, that's just me giving you the the answer because I give everybody the answer. <laughs> um, so what happens is the more prepared you are, typically the more aware you become of being able to serve other people. I believe that's true. I really do believe that's true. We have this innate desire to serve other people. We do. And, but when we know we don't have something, whether it's food, money, shelter, whatever it is, we tend to not, be aware of it like we're like are this kind of like um whatever that word would be a veil over our eyes like i can't see that i can't see that but the more prepared you are the more aware you are the better you are to be able to serve others and that's the key because you're taken care of your family's taken care of and now you can help other people who are in need that's good stuff I, I like learning that. And I like that I have so much more to learn. Oh my gosh. If y'all only knew I have so much more to learn and I'm sure I could learn from you. So, um, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, remember to teach this to somebody else, because as you teach, you learn at the same time you, you retain and, um, you make the world a little bit better place. Quite frankly, the more happiness and joy that we can put out there, the happier and joyfuler, because <laughs> that's the word, we can all be and as we serve other people. Um, 
I have a, I would love for you to uh, leave a five-star review. Um, if you wouldn't mind, that would be amazing. And um, if you're interested in my joyfully prepared inner circle membership, I would love for you to check out my website, which is joyfullyprepared.com. And under courses, I think it is, you can find, find that information. So I thank you again for listening. And I hope you have a fantastically wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.